I'm jumping in with a quick message that I've added to all HR Coffee Time episodes to let you know that my group programme, Inspiring HR, is back. In case you haven't heard of it before, it's an intensive six-week programme for mid and senior level HR and people professionals. So if you're an HR business partner, HR manager, head of HR or HR director, or the people equivalent, so a people business partner, people manager, head of people or people director, and you'd like to build your confidence, your credibility and your impact at work, Inspiring HR could be perfect for you. We get started on Wednesday the 5th of June 2024 when we'll be meeting up over Zoom for two hours every week. The group sessions are a blend of group coaching, training and facilitation. They're supportive, encouraging and practical and each week has a slightly different focus. So in week one, we look at setting yourself up for success. Week two is about boosting your confidence. Week three focuses on being strategic in your role. Week four is all about building key relationships. Week five takes a deep dive into influencing at a senior level. And the final week looks at planning for the future. There's a link with the full details in the show notes for you. Or you can learn more by going to my website, Bright Sky Career Coaching, clicking on services and then clicking on Inspiring HR Group Programme. I would love to have you join us and to get to know you throughout the programme. But if you have any questions about Inspiring HR at all, please feel free to ask by getting in touch through the website and I would be very happy to answer them for you. Welcome to this episode of HR Coffee Time. It's wonderful to have you here. I'm your host, Faye Wallace, a career coach and the founder of Bright Sky Career Coaching, where our mission is to help HR and people professionals have successful and fulfilling careers without working themselves into the ground. Before I dive into today's episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to Jason and to Jasmine because they both shared posts on LinkedIn about HR Coffee Time over the past week and it was such a lovely surprise to see the posts and I know that things like that make a huge difference in helping spread the word about the podcast so thank you both ever so much. In fact, this is a good time to thank everyone who's listening right now and who has supported the show by telling a friend about it or rating and reviewing it because HR Coffee Time hit the number five spot in the Apple Podcasts UK Careers chart the other week. And I was just absolutely blown away by that fact. I can't quite believe it. I also need to say thank you, gosh, this is just a whole episode of thank yous at the moment, to Andy Charlwood, because he has inspired this episode of the podcast. I had a chat with him today and asked him what I could be doing to help people get the most out of their HR planners. So he suggested I record some episodes showing how to complete the different sections in the planner and how to make the most out of them. If you're new to the show and you're wondering what on earth the HR planner is, there are two versions of it. A hardback version, which has sold out, and a more condensed PDF version, which is completely free to download. If you don't already have a copy, you can find the link to download it in the show notes or by going to the HR planner page of my website, which is brightskycareercoaching.co.uk. 
The HR Planner is made up of different sections to help you have a brilliant year with your HR career. And today I'm going to be talking you through the monthly reflection section because I'm recording this at the end of January 2023, which means we're one month into a new year and it also means it's the perfect opportunity to use your monthly reflection section. You've got one for every single month of the year in your planner. In fact, this section is one of the activities I get the most positive feedback about from the planner. It seems to be the simple secret to making progress in your HR career. And if you're listening to this thinking, ah, I haven't even opened my HR planner yet, or I haven't even printed it off, don't worry. I've had some people tell me they don't want to start it until they can fill it in perfectly. I promise you, you don't need to be perfect. Let's crack on with the episode so I can talk you through how to do a monthly review by using the monthly reflection section and why it's going to make such a difference to your HR career this year. You'll find your end of month reflection section at the end of every month of your HR planner, which won't be a huge shock. And you'll see that it's just made up out of nine questions. The very first question is, what progress did you make towards your career goals this month? Now, it's probably obvious why I've put that in as the first question, because of course, if we're going to achieve our career goals, if we're going to get the most out of our careers for the year, we need to have properly thought about what it is that we actually want to be spending our time on this year, what those goals are. So that means that near the beginning of the planner, there is a section called finalising your career goals. And in there, there's just a series of questions to answer which will help you map out exactly what your goals are. So you might turn to this question in your end of month reflection section and think, oh no, I haven't even actually written down my goals. You may have no idea what your goals are, or you may have quite a good idea or a bit of an idea, but they're just in your head at the moment. If they are just in your head at the moment, I would really strongly encourage you to write them down. It doesn't matter when you're listening to this episode, it doesn't matter where we are throughout the year. Although it's a lovely idea to plan out your goals at the very beginning of the year, you can do this activity whenever works for you. And for full transparency here, I hadn't written down all of my career goals and I've created the planner. (laughs) In fact, I think one of the reasons I created the planner and have put all of these things in it is because I find it really difficult to be organized and stay on top of things Organisation is not a skill that comes to me really naturally. It's something I have to work on and I'm constantly working on and probably always will be. So I had filled in some of my goals, but it was actually seeing that question, what progress did you make towards your career goals that made me think, oh my goodness, I better fill in the rest. If you're like me and you turn to your end of month reflection page and think, oh my goodness, I haven't filled in all my goals, then why don't you take the opportunity now to just sit down and plan them? And you'll see that I've got a whole load of exercises at the beginning of the planner to help you figure out what your goals are if you literally have no idea what it is that you want to work on. So when answering the question, what progress did you make towards your career goals this month? I was able to see that I have actually made progress with three of my goals. So although I initially panicked thinking, oh no, I haven't even written them all down, I had written several of them down. And interestingly enough, it's the ones that I had written down that I've made the progress with. 
So this is one of the reasons I think that the end of month reflection activity is so helpful because it helps you focus on your goals. It means if you've written your goals down, you're keeping them in mind and you're being reminded about them on a monthly basis. It's just way too easy to either not write down your goals at all or write them down and completely forget about them. So I thought this was interesting that I've clearly held those goals in mind because I had written them down. The next question to answer is, what went well this month? And I was surprised by how much I tried to fit in here. If you could see my page, I've had to really kind of squish loads of writing in. And I think it's a reason that, again, people like this activity. It's something that's really helpful because if we're just focused on looking forward all the time, we can forget to stop and acknowledge the progress that we're making along the way and the good things that are happening as well especially if you're having a tough time at work it can be nice to see even if things are tough something will have gone well so for me what went well this month well I managed to make progress with the goals I mentioned earlier I'm not going to go into detail about it or this episode will go on for absolutely ages but one thing I will mention to you is that I've been invited to talk at a CIPD South London branch event in March. I'm really looking forward to doing that. If you live in South London, it's going to be taking place in Croydon and I would love to see you there. I'll share all the details on LinkedIn when they've been confirmed and I'll also share them to everyone who subscribes to my emails. Or if you'd like to know about it, then just feel free to get in touch. But anyway, enough about the CIPD event. What is the next question on the list? Oh, yes. In fact, if you can hear rustling noises in the background, it's because I'm flipping through the planner while I'm recording the episode. So sorry if the background is a bit noisier to normal. Hopefully I'm going to stay on the one page now before I was looking back at the goals, which I think was making the rustling noises. So number three is what new things did you learn this month? And lots of research shows that we're often happy when we're learning. So that's why I've included this. Again, it's a nice way of acknowledging the progress that you're making to help you realise you're learning, even in times when you might not have been aware that that's what you're doing. And it's also to just keep your professional development in mind. So if over the months you feel like you're not really writing down very much here, it's a nice prompt for you to go ahead and think about what you could be doing to expand your knowledge. But of course, you'll be able to put down that you're listening to this podcast. That's one of the things that is definitely going to be contributing to your learning at the moment. An insight that I had by answering this question, what new thing did you learn this month, or what new things did you learn this month, is that over this month, it really, really has confirmed to me the power of co-working or double-bodying. I got that wrong. (laughs) Or body doubling, which I have touched on before. It's come up a few times on the podcast now. If you haven't heard me talk about it before, it's when you agree with someone else that you're going to sit alongside them if you're working in the same building, or you can sit alongside them on Zoom or Teams or whatever video conferencing software you use and you both agree to work on a certain task at the same time. It sounds so simple but it's weirdly powerful 
It's something I've been doing for quite a long time and I know it really helps me to work my way through bigger projects or bigger goals or tasks that feel a little bit daunting or that I know I have to make time for and it's just too easy to let other things fall into my calendar or take up my time. So I have done it for quite a long time but recently I've really stepped it up a gear. So the goals that I talked about making progress on, that is because I've asked people to co-work or body double with me. So for example, I have started posting on LinkedIn again after being a bit haphazard with it. I was finding it so hard to make the time to do that, but one of the guests on the show, Julie, who you may remember, Julie White, she also wants to be posting on social media. So we've agreed we're going to meet for one hour every Monday. And in that time over the last few weeks, I've managed to get a post out. So it sounds like a tiny thing, Obviously, in your role, you probably don't need to worry about posting on social media, but there'll be something else that you really would like to be doing every week. So whether it's chipping away at a big HR initiative you want to launch, perhaps it's a well-being program, perhaps you're rolling out a new HR software system, perhaps you want to get on top of some new management development training, whatever it is, you probably have a big task that you need to make sure you're doing regularly or working away on regularly and this is a way of putting something in place that can be really helpful. I've also realised I need to carve out some body doubling slash co-working time for working on this podcast because I'm recording this episode right now at seven o'clock on the evening of Thursday the 26th of January. It will be going live at 6am on Friday the 27th of January. So this is not ideal. <laughs> I know that I need to get a bit more organised with it. So actually, I've arranged to start doing body doubling with one of my friends, Jackie Jagger, who has also appeared on the podcast. She came on the show to talk about succeeding when you're promoted into a new leadership role as an HR leader. And she has recently released a podcast. So you might want to go and check that out. It's called the Career and Leadership Real Talk podcast. It's it's absolutely great. So give it a listen if you love podcasts and are looking for another one to try. So because I know Jackie started a podcast, I thought, oh, excellent. Someone I can ask to do some body doubling with. Now, she isn't available and I'm not available. We couldn't find a slot that matched up in our calendars to be able to commit to doing this every single week. We just couldn't find one for ages. But what I have learned over all these years of trying to crack time management is that it's okay to plan stuff in the future. So she and I are going to start doing that in a few weeks time. I think it will have been sort of two months from when we first talked about it. But I know that it's now in my calendar. I will not be moving it. And it means that I will, hooray, be more organised with this podcast. So hopefully... I won't be recording future episodes quite so at the last minute for you. Question number four is, who did you help at work this month? Now, in your role, you're probably helping absolutely loads of people. So if you've got too many people to write down in this section, just maybe pull out a few highlights. And again, there's research that shows that we're often at our happiest and our most fulfilled when we know that we're helping others. So I'm hoping that this activity is a lovely positive one for you that's going to get you fired up about your work and helping you feel fulfilled. Question five is, what have you done for your own well-being this month? This is so important. 
And I know from when I talked about the end of year reflections, which I recorded a few episodes back, that I mentioned, I know that I've been much better about planning in things for my own well-being since I created the HR Planner and have been working my way through these questions. So I really hope that by you filling in these questions yourself, it's going to help you to prioritise your well-being as well, because I know how hard you're probably working and that you put your heart and soul into your work and that you're looking after everyone else within the organisation. But by doing that, it can be easy to forget about ourselves. So you go ahead and fill that in. And if you realise it's blank, you've got nothing to put in there, then have a think about how you can be filling that in differently at the end of next month. Question number six is, what did you find challenging this month? Because of course, work and life isn't all rainbows and easy peasy and easy going. It's important as well as acknowledging the good stuff that we take time to think about the things that's been more challenging. And hopefully through that, that's going to help you with building your resilience and also building your confidence because you'll probably realise that you're coming up with strategies or you have already come up with strategies to overcome those challenges. And of course, it's the times when we're challenged that we're often learning and growing the most. In fact, question seven says, how can you overcome the challenge you've mentioned before? So if you've already overcome it, overcome it? If you've already overcome it, just jot that down, the fact that you've realised you have overcome it. And if you've got any ideas that could help you to overcome it, then you can jot those down too. Question number eight is, are your goals still relevant or do you need to adjust them or create new ones? I put this one in here because sometimes I know we can beat ourselves up a bit if we're not achieving a goal or if we change our minds about something. And you know what? It is absolutely fine to change your mind. There is no golden rule book about goal setting that we all have to follow. It's really important that with any tool, we just adapt it to suit ourselves and to help us to get the career fulfillment and the career progression and the career development that we're looking for. So if you've set yourself a goal and maybe it's too challenging or you've moved on or it's not relevant or actually you're not enjoying it or whatever the reason is that it's not relevant anymore, then that's absolutely fine. You can adjust it. For me, when I filled it in this time, I've been able to write down, yes, my goals are still relevant. I'm I'm still happy personally to be cracking on with the goals that I've set. Then finally, question number nine. This is a key question. Please don't skip this one if you're doing this activity, which is what would you like to make a priority for next month? So this is to really encourage you to keep on track with the goals that are still relevant, that are still important for you. And it's to help prompt you if you're finding one of them a bit tricky, because maybe it's a bit scary, or you're just not sure where to get started with it, then please do pay it a little bit of attention. Because otherwise, the danger is that you're going to keep on going through the months of the year, and you're not going to get to that goal, even though it's an important one. So for me, I'll share with you what I've written down on here. My priority for next month, if I say this out loud, it means I have to do it, is that I really want to focus on my goal, which is around designing and testing out running an HR strategy planning day. It's an idea I've had for ages (laughs) and I've been refining it in my mind because 
I know from when I run my inspiring HR group coaching program, we have a whole week, a whole module where we talk about being strategic, because I know that being strategic is something that can feel quite daunting if you work in HR and perhaps no one's ever taught you how to do that. It all just sounds a bit scary. And someone who was in one of the inspiring HR groups said, I'm feeling so much more confident about being strategic now, but I just need the time. I just wish I had a whole day to sit down to write the HR strategy and have everything in front of me that I need. And it just sparked an idea. And I thought, gosh, I could really help with that. I can create a day where I bring along all the resources that you need to write your HR strategy. You'll be away from the office, so away from distractions. You'll have the KPIs, you'll have slide templates you could use, you've got prompts to help you think about the strategy, you've got other people there who are doing the same thing to bounce ideas off of. So I've got the idea, but I haven't tested it out yet and I haven't booked a day for running it because I'm worried that, oh no, have I left it too late? Do people only want to write their strategy at the beginning of the year? Or do some people, because their business year starts later in the year, perhaps April, would it be helpful for them? As my first step in making this goal my priority, I would love to ask for your help with this. If you're responsible for writing the HR strategy and it's something you don't love doing and you would really appreciate some time and resources to help you with it, I would love to have a chat with you about it just to do a little bit of research to help me finesse my offering and work out whether this is a good idea or not. It would also be really helpful to know whether you plan to write your strategy at the beginning of every year or if there's another month during the year where you would like to be focused on it. And thank you so much in advance if you do get in touch to help me with that. But anyway, that is enough of me talking about my goal. I hope that that question is going to be helpful for you. Of course, once you've finished your end of month reflection activity, you can then go on to plan out some of the steps you need to achieve it and pop any key tasks into the monthly calendar section of your planner. Good luck. Let me know how you get on with your end of month reflection activity. I promise this is going to make a difference. It's such a simple thing to do. You just need to set aside a little bit of time. I think it took me about 15 minutes when I sat down to do this today, but it's really helped me feel happy with the progress I've made so far, excited for what's coming up and reassured that I am staying on track with my goals. So I hope it does the same for you. Please do let me know how you get on.